This is the High School Football America podcast for July the 24th, 2023. I'm Jeff Fisher. The High School Football America podcast is brought to you by GameStrat, America's premier sideline instant replay system with outstanding reliability, faster speed than huddle sideline, plus GameStrat has awesome customer service. When you need them, they will be there to answer your call. They also have different plans priced right for every coach's budget. To get a demo, go to GameStrat.com or click on the GameStrat banner ad located on every page of HighSchoolFootballAmerica.com. And when you get to that demo, don't forget to mention the friends and family discount because you know of High School Football America. All right. Today is the first day of fall camp in several states around the nation. And over the next month, we are going to get you ready for the 2023 season by uh, jetting around the country. And uh, one state that uh, will get a start in a couple of weeks is the state of Alabama. And have a good friend on the line right now, head coach at Hewitt Trustville, a team that's uh, been hanging around in the high school football America, around the top 100 for the last three, four, five years or so. And coach is on the line right now to talk about a, a season that I see. Gave me a little, little heads up here. Nine starters back on offense, which makes the offensive-minded coach probably pretty happy. Thanks for taking the time, coach. No, <laughs> no, definitely, man. Thanks for thanks for having me on here, man. Yeah, appreciate all that you guys do for high school football, man. Well, we appreciate you guys. We do. And uh, going to tell the listeners here a little bit, uh, our preseason uh, national rankings came out to the top 300. You guys are 112 going into the season. Uh, you're number 67 in our public schools poll, which is something new this year that we're doing. We have a top 100 for the public schools. Uh, as I said, you guys have been hanging around there. You you play in the eighth toughest, toughest conference as far as what ours is. Your region there is number eight in the nation. And uh, that, that makes for uh, a, a lot of work getting ready for a high school football season when you're playing some of the best in the country there let's let's just get started um with kind of the building of the program uh, it's probably been three or four years since i've had you on here and i know one of the things when you left arkansas where you won four state championships that you talked about was getting numbers that numbers are oh so important when it comes to a program so tell me about the the last three years and a quick summary on how you continue to grow the huskies Sure. Well, I mean, you know, first of all, Trustful is a great place. Uh, it's a great community, and and um, I think it starts with that. You know, having a great school district, and so you know, people people want to be here, and 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 it's a great place to raise a family. Um, going on my tenth season um, this year, which which is hard to believe, but yeah, um, it is. You know, as as my, <laughs> it is. You know, it's crazy, but as far as my family goes, I mean, I have three boys, and want to be a senior, want to be a sophomore, and want to be a seventh grader, and so. You know, to them, this is home, and uh, you know cause they, they've been here so long, and so um, th- th- this is what they know. But uh, you know, we've we've had a good run here, man. I'm definitely proud of what our program has accomplished. Um, you know, we, we've been the quarterfinal six of the last seven years, which is great. Um, is that the final goal? Definitely not. I mean, we, we, we won't want to say championship like everybody, and so you know, we haven't been able to to get to that that last goal yet. Um, but it, it, you know, you mentioned our region. I mean, it's a tough region, and uh, we know every single year you have to you have to bring your best at the right time. You know, um, and there's been times we've beaten some of those teams in the regular season, but then we don't beat them in the playoffs. Yeah, or you know, maybe we lost to them in the quarterfinals. We've lost a couple. You know, we, we lost an overtime game to Hoover two years ago in the quarterfinals, just a heartbreaker type thing. You know, so so, so we're right there. Um, we're just trying to take that final step. Um, we, I'm excited about. We do have a lot of new things here. Um, coming up we're building a, a brand new um 
a pavilion, outdoor pavilion, that's a covered practice facility. It'll be about 65 yards turf, and so that's going to be a, a big win for us. I think that I think that actually helps us win football games. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've got a brand new video board that, that that's coming up this season that um, what, what we've been told is going to be the biggest one as far as high schools go in Alabama. And so you know that I don't know if that wins games, but that definitely is fun. <laughs> you know, it's fun for kids and it makes it makes it exciting for kids and fans. And, helps the atmosphere on a Friday night. So we're definitely – I think our best days are ahead of us, Jeff, really, to tell you, tell you that way. Um, but obviously our our goal – like our main goal every year, we want to bring home a state championship. And, uh, you know, we we think we're heading in that direction. It's just we know what we play every year. I mean, it's going to yeah. be – you mentioned one of the top – I mean, you know, again, we're going to play three or four teams on our schedule every year. They're in the top 100, 200 teams in the country. So yep. um, what makes it tough is, you know, three of them – us Thompson Hoover have been the top 100 several times in a row, you know, and and that's we're all in the same region, you know. Yeah. So just to get to the playoffs right here is a pretty big, pretty big chore. So um, you know, once you get in, you got a shot to win the whole thing because you know you're battle tested, but uh, it definitely makes it fun, uh, but makes it very challenging as well. Yeah, but the numbers, sorry, I didn't totally answer your question. The numbers go, we definitely have the best numbers we've had in our program, and that starts even in the youth level we have more kids playing youth ball than we've ever had the middle school has great numbers and so so i I do think that's you know we're healthy as a program as far as that goes yeah and i noticed in your notes you sent me uh, your your freshman last year were seven and one so uh josh floyd on the line with us hewitt trustville out of alabama um overall record over the last seven years like you said the quarterfinals that's that's a good place to be but he wants to go a little bit further uh, 62 and uh, 20 over the last seven years uh, fifth most wins in Alabama's 7a classification just to put it in perspective like you mentioned you got Thompson there with four in a row you've got Hoover you've got you guys and uh, even Vestavia Hills is in there this year in the top 300 preseason so and uh, pro- pro- probably as we go along here we'll see some more teams out of that region coming in and coach you mentioned it already that you know it, uh, it trust feels you know home to the family and your uh, your son's a senior and he's a quarterback and for those of you who have never heard coach Floyd here on the air uh, he's a pretty darn good quarterback under one guy named Gus Malzahn back in his uh, days in Arkansas at Shiloh Christian that's how far you and I go back I remember interviewing you way back there but let's get to the here and now and before we uh, get into a uh, preview of the uh, the full 2023 Huskies I want to talk to you about something that I know is near and dear to your heart your son's senior season your son is Peyton Floyd and uh want to talk a little bit about being a dad and being a coach and you were a darn good quarterback back in the day at Shiloh Christian under Gus Malzahn uh, set a lot of records throwing the football around the yard and uh, just want to talk to you about your son who's very very good himself he was the uh, 7a back of the year in the state of Alabama so break it down for us a little a little bit what's it like to be a uh, quarterback dad and a quarterback coach Sure. Well, I, I tell you what, it, it's been a lot of fun. It really has, and uh, you know, it's it's obviously not all perfect. I mean, it, there's still some challenges there. Um, I, I think one of the biggest things I have to do is is separate that dad from coach, um, and, and I try to do that. Um, Peyton, he might tell you otherwise, but I really do try. <laughs> you know, so I mean, what, when I go home, I definitely try to be dad as much as I can. Um, at the same time, you know. It might be 9.30 at night and we're in there and we might have a little quarterback meeting, you know, from practice that day. And, and a lot of times it's him. I mean, I'll say that, but, you know, a lot of times it's coming from him, you know, so because he wants to be, you know, he wants his team to be great and he wants to win championships. And so it's important to him. But but it's been a lot of fun. It really has. Um, you know, Peyton has – he's obviously 
been playing this game for a long time, um, and you know, and been trained to be a quarterback for for a long time. Um, you know, really since sixth, seventh grade, and so um, I, I think he's gotten better every year. He, he he works his tail off in the weight room, and he he's got himself where he needs to be physically right now. And had a great season last year, like you said, he was a seven day back of the year, which I mean, it was obviously it's great anywhere, you know, especially with the competition we play. So um, I, you know, we're looking for a big senior here out of him but uh, you know i i would tell you I, I, that, that it's been some of the best times of my life you know i've got, I've got some younger sons coming up so I'm, I'm looking forward to that um i've had you know, i've had a few other high school coaches that have done this you know and, that, and they said don't you know don't ever take it for granted and and uh you know even you know there's even been some times we've had some opportunities to go to the college level and, and coach there but i really just haven't wanted to do that because i've wanted to coach my boys and so mm-hmm. um well now that time's actually it's actually here so it's hard to believe some numbers for Peyton last year, uh, over 3,100 yards in total offense, uh, 41 touchdowns, that's a school record, through the air, uh, 2,411 yards passing, 70% completion rate, uh, 25 touchdowns, also got it done with his uh, legs, 726 yards rushing and 16 touchdowns. Uh, so, so tell me, what, uh, what's the difference between uh, the old man and the kid? Uh, you like I said, you're a pretty darn good quarterback. You set some records along the way, but uh, we're, we're how do you break out? Who who's better at what? <laughs> I was okay. I do think Payton's a little better than me. So you know, I, I think Payton's definitely more, a little more athletic than I was. You know, as far um, he's probably a little faster than I was. You know, so I was bigger than him. So I, I try to tell him that I'm strong, that I was stronger than him. But but he is, uh, you know, pound for pound, he's he's probably one of our strongest players on the team. So he actually is pretty strong yeah. in the weight room. But uh, I was definitely a little heavier <laughs> than him. But you know, we're I would say we're probably we were probably similar quarterbacks just from a standpoint of being a dual threat guy. You know, being able to to see defenses. I think that's probably the best thing Pink does. I mean, he just he processes things very very quickly. And again. Uh, He's trained for that, and I also think sometimes I don't. I've coached quarterbacks for twenty plus years now, and I still don't think there's just a perfect, exact formula for that. It, you know, sometimes guys just have that ability, and sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're obviously try to pull the most out of them we can, but it's it's always been interesting to me. Some guys, you know, you'll teach the exact same way to uh, everybody in the room, and one guy it clicks, you know, a lot faster, and some guys it it doesn't. So um, I think some that he's got some natural ability just to see things and you know, dissect the defense pretty quickly. Yeah. Josh Floyd on the line, head coach at uh, Hewitt Trustville in Alabama, number 112 in the high school football America, top 300 to start the season. We're going to get on to the rest of the team in a second, but I have one last question for you about the, the father-son quarterback thing here. Uh, what would mm-hmm. you think when he said, hey, Dad, I, I, I think I want to play that position you played pretty well? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's been a while now, um, but – you know, really in youth football, he played some quarterback. He had played some running back and some defense. You know how it is. You, you never know at that age what's, mm-hmm. what it's going to pan out. But, um, you know, I he just – he the thing that he has that I think that, that I'm always looking for, the number one trait in the quarterback, is the Peyton super competitive. I mean, he hates to lose in anything. And, and I think in the quarterback, I mean, if you have a guy, if they, if they at least can start there, and I think they got a shot. I mean, obviously they've got to have a good arm and be able to throw the football. But man, that's the number one thing I talk to my quarterbacks about every year is you got to be a competitor, and, and you have to be really the most competitive player on this team. And so, you know, I think that's always been Payton's mindset. Even I mean, even since he was little, little, he hates losing 
in anything. So, um, we all? You know, I, I, yes, yes. So I, I think that's um, something that he's, you know, taken to the field. And, and so, you know, what we obviously try to, you know, when he was coming up, you know, obviously try to share some of those challenges. I mean, I, I think the, the quarterback is, you know, it's obviously one of the toughest positions in all, in all football, in all sports. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of, everybody's watching this quarterback show on Netflix right now, you know, and, and it's pretty fun to watch that just to go in the, see those guys lives on a day-to-day basis but it's a it's a tough position um those guys get rewarded in a lot of ways sometimes they get way too much credit and then if it doesn't go well they probably get too much blame so that's just that's part of it and uh you know you have to you have to be able to handle that you know if you want all the you know all the good press and all that you got to be able to handle when it doesn't go well mm-hmm. and so i think that's what um you know being a quarterback is all about yeah, no, and you don't don't give away the the Netflix show yet. My wife and I just saw uh, episode two at lunchtime, so in the middle of watching that, that's a, that's a, <laughs> it tells you a lot about quarterbacks in the first uh, episode and a half at least. But uh, talking with Josh Floyd right now, and I, I mentioned right at the top, um, you guys have been you know kind of a regular around that one hundred mark for us, and uh, nine starters on offense, uh, led by your your son there at, at quarterback. Tell me a little bit about what you like about this offensive unit going into 23 well the first thing obviously is just experience um last year we were really really young offensively and, and uh, obviously the, now we're on the other end of that right now um we ended up averaging i think 34 35 points a game last year so it ended up being really pretty good offensively um but we're looking for even bigger things this year and but just just from experience you know we have four guys returning that had 25 plus receptions last year and i think that was the one thing about our team was that we were pretty balanced um, and at the receiver position. You know, it felt like we had, you know, multiple guys that could do stuff with the ball in their hands and, and get open. And, again, these guys know our system because they've been running it for a long time. So, uh, But we, we've been really fortunate. We've got a really good tight end right now. Don Price is his name. He, he's a guy that's got some D1 offers. And, and he's been a big-time player for us just because, um, you know, in high school football, you don't ever know tight ends in one of those unique positions. Sometimes you – you have that and sometimes you don't um we've probably been we've probably done more tight end um game you know just formation in the last couple of years than we have um really my whole career just because we, we've had that personnel and so um but we're, we're excited I mean, we, we've got the leading receiver coming back leading rusher and obviously the quarterbacks coming back um offensive line wise we've got three returning starters for sure um and some guys that have played a lot of football so um you know, there, there's there's nothing like experience. <laughs> so, you know, Cade Martin's an O-lineman. He's a four-year starter for us. He's a big kid, 6'4", 310 pounds. And the interesting thing about Cade is he's played every position on the O-line. He's played – he started one year at center and one year at guard and one year at tackle. So, <laughs> he, he's – I mean, he's basically the quarterback up front. So, um, you know, he, these guys are just on a different level from some of the teams we've had in the past as far as just understanding the system, you know, being ahead of the game. Um, and so, you know, it, it's going to be – be fun to watch us uh, play just we you know we play a lot of really good defenses and uh, we play a lot of good defensive lines that are that are tough to block yeah i was i was going to say you know and and defense wins championships so let's get some kids in there by name too uh, some of the kids you're expecting to do things it looks like you got uh, what six coming back on the, on the other side of the ball yes we, we have a good nucleus over there um i, I thought our defense played great last year uh, i think we ended up in scoring defense, I think we were fourth in the state last year, and so, you know, our defense did a great job of giving us a chance to play, to win the game every single week. Um, we do have two guys that, that are gone that 
you know, some SEC schools, one with Alabama, one with Tennessee, and those, you know, it's hard to replace guys like that every year. Mm-hmm. But we do have some guys that have made a lot of a lot of plays over the years. You know, Tyrell Everhart's a defensive lineman that that was an All-State player for us last year. He's led our team in sacks and TFLs the last the last two seasons. Um, Riggs Dunn's going to about to be a three-year starter. He's a he's a, a DB that that's a really big player for us. I mean, he's really good kick kick return punt return um you know so really really excited about him um aiden moore is another guy up front on the on the defensive line that, that'll be a senior next year that, that that played really really well for us so, i mean there's there's several guys that, that have played some some football for us that you know in, in big moments and been a part of some big wins and so um I, I do think the the quarterbacks in our region are really really good this coming up year um last year was kind of a young year for for some of the offenses in our region but you look at it um, coming up. I mean, there, there, there's some big time QBs um, that that we're going to face this year in our region. So I know that'll be a big challenge. And tell me a little bit about putting together the schedule. The region is is a gauntlet, as we we discussed at the mm-hmm. top there, with uh, you know including you guys, four teams in our top 300. You're you're opening with Central out of Phoenix City, <laughs> another stalwart yeah. program yeah. out of state of Alabama. Mm-hmm. So how how do you approach? the the non-region uh portion of your schedule when you're putting it together are you are you looking to get the kids ready just making sure they're they're ready to go into that grinder or are you like this year i'm just going to go out with central and let the chips fall where they may in game one <laughs> right sure well we we definitely have enjoy playing um some big time teams in the non in the non-region i think at the end of the day you're trying to get ready for your region I mean, that's what's going to affect your season that's, that's how you get in the playoffs and that's how you make a playoff run and so um Obviously, we don't we don't we don't necessarily want to do that three times. You know, we play seven region games that are automatic, and then you're always looking for three games. So you know, it, every year depends on situation. Obviously, if you can keep a couple of those local, you know, two or three teams are pretty pretty close to us right here. You know, so that that makes it a little bit easier on your travel and, and your fans and all that. Um, you know, but we, we've tried to at least you know one of the games every year in the non-region have it from a standpoint of maybe it's an out-of-state game. You know, we've mm-hmm. we've gone to. Nashville and played there. We've been to Atlanta. We've played there. You know, they they've obviously both those teams came here the next year. Last year we went down to Central. You know, and played down to Phoenix City at their stadium. So, you know, the, the good thing about last year, um, that first game is again we threw some guys in the fire. You know, I mentioned we we were young in some spots last year early like that, and so it, we threw them in the fire. Um, they played in a really tough environment um, for us the first game of the year, and so you know you you're just trying to get ready for the for the the region that that's the most important thing so we, we really try to at least have one game there where we know okay th- this is going to be you know it's, it's going to be a tough ball game and we don't really have people just lining up to play us either so it's not like we have a choice <laughs> every single time that's kind of where we were at last time is is coach nicks at, at um, central phoenix who had been at pinson valley we, we had played him a, a few years ago and you know pat you know patrick real well he does a great job there and so we both were were kind of looking and searching and we finally said all right let's, let's just play and you know, the, the only time we would play these guys again, possibly because they are 7A, obviously, it would be in the state championship game. Right. So, yeah. um, you know, we both say if, if we get there and that happens, then, hey, 
That's all right. We'll, we'll figure it out in the state championship game. So Good good, good way um, to bookend the season, yeah, I would say, is the best exactly. way to do it. <laughs> Josh Floyd on the right. line. You at Trustville, the head coach, uh, has been there 10 years. Hard to believe it's been that long. And go all the way back to the championships he won there in, uh, at his alma mater at uh, Shiloh Christian in Arkansas. Um, take a little bit of time here, Coach. I when, I always get the question, you know, what are the up-and-coming states? You know, everybody, you know, it's easy to roll. You know, Florida, Georgia, California, Texas, right. off of the tongue and i i always go to well maybe three states but one that i put at the top it's like a 1a 1b and then a 1c i always put alabama in there i think tennessee's getting better i think north carolina surprisingly is getting better from what we see from our algorithm and all that so tell us a little bit about the state of football in in, uh, alabama from a perspective being an outsider now being there a decade Sure. Well, you know, I, I think coming from Arkansas, I mean, Arkansas has really good football. I mean, I think it's important there, just like it is here in Alabama. I mean, there's there's a lot of one thing Arkansas has a lot of teams with great facilities. You know, they they put a lot of money into that. Um, you know, the, the biggest thing with Alabama is there's just so many great athletes here, and mm-hmm. obviously the coaching is really really good. Um, and it's important here in this in this state. You know that. Um, you know, I think that obviously starts with the programs at, at, at Auburn and Alabama and, uh, and obviously the history and tradition there. And so, um, I, I don't think there's a better state overall, um, th- th- than what we see, um, uh, you know, on a week to week basis. Um, and there, there's some States there that obviously have a lot of good teams. Um, and I think sometimes their playoffs are super, super difficult, but there's also a lot of times where, you know, there may be States that are really, really good, but the, you know, that they might, you know, they've won the region. 12 times in a row because they you know they they just run through that every single year whereas our situation you know the team that's won state the last two years didn't even win their own region you know and so um i i think that's the biggest difference we at least especially at the 7a level here i think just every single week is tough for our region region three you mentioned the teams are at the top and i have hills you mentioned them but i think what makes it tough is the ones um i don't even want to say the bottom because it's very competitive it's just mm-hmm. the one the other teams to me is what makes it just next level because i mean you're gonna have you know this year i mean spain park's getting better i mean they've got big time prospects all over the field i mean and spain park's been the state championship game before you know it's been a while but they you know they've, they've done things like that before tuscaloosa county is a team that's on the it's on the rise and i mean they have a running back that's committed to the university of miami so you know I mean, you may be playing a team that they might be one and three in the region, but they've got, you know, two SEC D linemen. So, I mean, it, I just think that's what – I feel like Alabama is really, really good on the D line and defensive backs. I feel like those are probably the biggest difference that I've seen compared to other states. There's just a lot of them. Um, there's obviously bigger states, and so there's going to be states that maybe have more kids, um, you know, as far as signing or playing the NFL one day. But when you look at per capita, when you look at it that way, and look at um, how many people actually live in the state of Alabama versus how many go play SEC football and get drafted in the NFL. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty unbelievable, really. So, um, you know, it's what makes it fun. Um, and it definitely, definitely makes it challenging um, every single week, though. Yeah, well, it, it keeps you sharp and gets you ready for, like you said, that that postseason run and a possible championship there for the Huskies. Uh, you said you, you you texted me earlier this week about something, and I, I hope I'm not catching you off guard with this question. I I know you'll answer questions well, but and it, and it comes from a position of we did, as I said earlier, put out a, a public schools top 100 this year, and we're going to do it throughout the season. Mm-hmm. I, I got you weren't the only text. I, mean, I got a lot of those texts, uh, and and they were all from public school coaches, by the way. And 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 you know you. 
you come from sure. a private school background and you know playing and, sure. and, and coaching there and all that I, I I just you said you were happy to see that I was just curious if you could you know say why for the listeners out there why you thought it was important that uh, you know we as a company have decided to make sure that you know the public schools are getting as much publicity as all the private schools that usually sit at the top of our national overall rankings sure well I, I think uh, obviously I mean I've, I've now coached Going to my tenth year here, I, I was at a public school before I went to Shiloh, and then I was at Shiloh for ten years, and so um, I feel like definitely seeing both sides of it. And I think start off by saying I don't think one's right and one's wrong or anything like that. I mean, I think there's definitely pros and cons to uh, to both. You know, I, I think there's a lot of positives um, at private schools, and there's and you know there's a lot of some challenges. And same thing here, there's a lot of positives in the public school system and all that. Um, I, I think every state is different how they deal with private schools and that's sometimes that's not always easy and uh you know i don't know if any state has it figured out completely um but i think as far as like national rankings go you know you asked me about that i mean i just think the i think that's that's it's kind of cool for some of the public schools because you know you're going to have some private schools it's just it's a different animal um you know i mean you think of a team like img academy i mean they're literally bringing kids from all over the entire country so you know it's a little bit hard to compare them to a to a normal public school system, yeah. no, you know, in the state of Alabama or whatever, it's just a completely different um, thing. And again, I'm not saying it's good, right, wrong, whatever. It's just it is what it is. And so, you know, I, I think it was just interesting because I had a few coaches text me about it as well and just say, man, it's, you know, it's interesting how they did that this year. So, you know, I, I think, you know, you still have the like you said the, the the normal poll that you have, but 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 I do think it's interesting when when you take a lot of that out. Just because those are just totally different situations. But even in the private school, I think even that, um, again, coming from that background, I mean, there's a lot, they do different things different in the private school world, too. Not everybody is doing that, bringing kids in from all over the country. I mean, I don't think that's the, the majority of them aren't. So, right. you know, it's, it's just a different um, different way of doing things. And so, you know, it was, it, it'll be interesting to see how that how that plays out this year with with a lot of teams around the country. Well, as I texted you back, I'm, I'm a public school kid, you know, played public school throughout my career, and, and I, I just think it's it, – it, it was uh, – we've done it in the past, touched on it maybe at the end. I just think it's something to do. And, you know, the more teams we can publicize, the better off, um, you know, we are as far as, you know, in, in inside mm-hmm. of the sport of making sure that, uh, you know, the game that we love, just like you love it, is, is getting as much notice as it can. So that's why we did it this year. So, um, and Definitely. we appreciate we appreciate you, you know, uh, taking the time to even write that to me. I, I said that to everybody that did. It's just like, hey, thank you that that you noticed, and that's important. So let's let's r- wrap things up here a little bit. Um, what what are the things that you need to do? Camp is just around the corner for you guys. You know, what are the things that you're going to want to see happen in those two weeks leading up to the the regular season uh, opener that that'll make you smile? And what are some of the things that won't make you smile if they don't get fixed? It's sure well the number one thing i would say we want to stay healthy (laughs) during those first few weeks i mean obviously our kids are at the point in the summer where they're kind of sick of just being out there in helmets and i'm and i'm kind of sick seeing it really you know we're we're at the point where we're ready to get to strap it up and get real football going again and so um i think with that obviously you you want to see your guys be physical um and and come out there and, and see some guys you know, even even though we had spring, you know, there, there's been guys get older, you know, guys get more mature. So, you know, we're, there's some sophomores this year they're going to play for us that we that we need to step up and play. You know, and so you know, I want to see them 
you know, I think they've progressed this summer. So, you know, let's go show it to, you know, show the coaches and paths what you're going to do now. And so um, I, I think the, you know, the physical part of that is on the other end of that, like you said, any negative, I mean, you want to, you have to, there's a fine line there between doing that and staying healthy and, you know, being hundred percent for the first ball game. So, you know, we'll, we'll usually get after it pretty good that first week. Um, and, you know, you're still evaluating things. Um, you know, as a coach, you're evaluating every single day of the year, no doubt. But especially, you know, these first couple weeks of August, we're still evaluating some spots for sure because we, you know, you mentioned defense earlier. I mean, that we lost some really good players there, you know, and so that, that there's a few spots there where we're, you know, there, there's competition, legit competition um, every single day right now. And so, um, you know, but hopefully just some of our young guys coming on, um, and there's there's part of that that it won't you know you won't know for sure until it, you get out there that first week you know and, and get back to our schedule. That's why it's great to play somebody like Central. I mean, we'll find out real quick um, what we can do here or if we need to make adjustment here with the, with this player or whatever. And so um, I, I think it gives the kids confidence when because I told the kids last year um, Central ended up beating us in the fourth quarter last year, but right after the game I told them, hey guys, you're I mean, you're going to play teams as good, probably, but you're not going to play anybody's better athletes than you just play tonight. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's and that and that's the facts. I mean, the first game of the year, I mean, Central might be the most talented team we played the entire season. You know, when you're hitting that right out the gate. So, um, I think it's a, I think it's fun though to get to our guys, you know, thrown in the fire quick and hopefully just seeing some some young guys, um, you know, keep progressing um, before that first game. And then obviously we we have two games that and we play Gaston City and then the very you know, third game is our first region game. So again, that, at the end of the day, that's what you're trying to get ready for is that, is that region schedule. Well, Coach, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule as you get ready for the season here to, to talk with us and educate the people sure. around the country on your program and uh, wish you nothing but success in 2023. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, man. Always good to talk about the Huskies. And that's the High School Football America podcast brought to you by NFL Play Football. Coaches, don't forget to check out playfootball.nfl.com for some great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession. I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America, and you've been listening to the HSFA podcast.